We're asking the question, what 80s band or artist did you wish sang a Christmas song? It's our top five wish list. Hit it. It was the 1980s. Ronald Reagan was president. Denim jackets were in. The Goonies brought us the Truffle Shuffle, and a lot of musicians recorded Christmas songs, but not all of them. I'm your host, Jerry D, with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me are several Totally Rad Christmas all-stars and ratty winners. My first guest you'll know from the Sounds of Christmas podcast, it's Ken Kessler. Ken, how's it going? Good. How are you, Jerry? You know, I can't complain. It's a nice night here, kind of cool, so I'm I'm ready. Ready to talk Christmas songs. <laughs> uh, now, uh, the next guy you've heard on the Holly Jolly Xmasu podcast, it's Scott Leopold. Scott, how are you? Hey, Jerry. Not too bad. <laughs> right on, man. Right on. You have a whole bunch of Japanese Christmas songs ready for us, or <laughs> I, 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 I'm stuck with uh, uh, pretty much Western okay. for uh, for this episode. <laughs> I, I I appreciate that because I definitely would not know any of those. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, from Tinsel Tunes and Townsend Christmas Lights, it's Dwayne Bailey. Dwayne, what's happening? Hey, good day. I thought I'd start with a traditional Kiwi. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> Just in case yeah, anyone didn't know where you're from. <laughs> New Zealand, yeah. That, that's all right. Yep, yep. And uh, you'll know the next guest as the owner of Huey and Bax. It's Vinny Brzezinski. Vinny, how's it going? Good, Jerry. How are you? Man, I'm ready. I'm ready for Christmas because this heat is oppressive. And guys, I'm going to apologize in advance if someone sets off fireworks and my dogs go nuts. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, no, me no too. Problem. Yeah. No problem. It's all yeah. good. Mine is yeah. sleeping yeah. by my feet, but. I gave him I, I gave him some good pills to hopefully put him out, but uh, calm him down. But I'm, I'm here in Texas, and that's those uh, those Texas guys. <laughs> we love get a little their fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. They love them. Now we're here to talk our top five wish list. So this this is about songs that uh, Christmas songs by artists that we wish actually came out and and never did. But before we do that. I want to hit you guys with a brand new segment called Hit Me With The Toaster. So this is where I want you to, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to just give me the very first answer you can think of. Don't, you know, spend too much time on it. Just, I, you know, just hit me with this answer. Okay. So the first question, and we'll go in, uh, Ken, Scott, Dwayne, Vinny, will be, um, if you could replace a character from the Terminator with a Muppet, who would it be? Okay, Arnold, um, replace Arnold with animal <laughs> that's a good one all right <laughs> scott I, I have to go with t2 and i'll replace 80 furlong with uh uh with scooter <laughs> <laughs> i like that all right i'm okay i'm okay with that Dwayne, i would replace arnold with fuzzy bear especially when he was like half machine and half uh, yeah, yeah. i like that <laughs> i like that and Vinny, what do you think I would go with, you know, since we got to get on the women's side, we'll replace Sarah Connor with, uh, uh, what was the one from Muppet Babies? Uh, Scooter, Skeeter, whatever Skeeter? one was. The, Skeeter. This is the female yeah. part. I, I just think that, you know, we we, t we touch it up a little bit here. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I mean, Miss Piggy's too obvious. We can't yeah, do that. Yeah, we, she definitely We have is. to go with someone yeah. else. All right. These are all solid answers. Okay. Next question. Who do you think would win in a battle between John McClane and Martin Riggs? So, of course, John McClane from Die Hard, Martin oh. Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Riggs. I've got to go with McClane. Riggs. I mean, Riggs. I mean, he fought Gary Busey. I mean, if, if, you, could be, if you could beat Busey, you could beat anyone. <laughs> you could beat anybody. <laughs> All right. And finally, last one here. Okay, your town gets overrun by gremlins. How do you think you'd fare? Would you make it or not? I, I'm in Florida, so it's 
kind of like that now anyway. <laughs> so I, I think I'd be used to it. I think I'd be all right. Okay. All right. Scott? Yeah, I think I'd do pretty good. We've got the Amazon microwave. I could, you know, trick man, tell Alexa to turn it on. and <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Dwayne, what do you think? No, I'm toast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now with my body being broken, I can't run. So if they chase me, they'll just run me down. So I got to. <laughs> and Vinny, what do you think? I think I'd be okay. My my beagle eats anything, right? So if any they, they try to come into the house, I don't think they stand a chance. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's just a way for our listeners to get to know y'all a little bit better. So thank you for that. <laughs> But as I mentioned earlier, we're here to talk our top five wish lists. So we have a bunch of favorite artists. I know I do. There are people that uh, in the 80s that I grew up with, Prince, Michael Jackson, all these guys that, that did sing Christmas songs. But there's a bunch of others that didn't. And there's some that I just really wish put these out. So my question to all of y'all is, who do you think uh, you wish had Christmas songs? So we'll do our top five. We'll start with number five, and I'll throw it to you, Ken. Who do you think you'd want to have a Christmas song that never released one? Well, my number five will test the boundaries of the rules for this <laughs> because my number five is Glenn Fry. Now, I know the Eagles did Please Come Home for Christmas, but he didn't record any Christmas stuff on his own. Mm-hmm. He was huge in the 80s with the, the song from Beverly Hills Cop. And and later in his career, he did a really nice album of of standards. And I think I think a Christmas song from him would have been just it would have been terrific. I I love Glenn Frey. He's uh <laughs> I I don't want to say he's my favorite eagle, but like all the songs that he wrote, I think and and sings on are my favorite ones. So I guess he's kind of my favorite eagle. So I mean, I love it. That's a great choice. Scott, what do you think? So I narrowed my choices down to pretty much uh I- iconic bands from 80s teen soundtracks. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> so it's not it's pretty specific <laughs> num- number five i'm going with uh orchestral maneuvers in the dark uh you know they're best known for if you leave, if you leave don't leave now please don't take but you know a, a christmas song from them would would have been pretty uh pretty awesome i would have liked that I think I would. I think that would have hit pretty good. All right, what do you think, Dwayne? Well, I had uh, OMD on my list uh, as a possibility, um, but I reckon number five would be ZZ Top. This is Frank Beard and Billy Gibbons and Dusty Hill. And on behalf of ZZ Top, we'd like to wish all our friends a fine holiday season. So have a merry Christmas and a funky New Year. Oh man, yeah. Did you imagine them doing, you know, like Brian Setzer's style, uh, but ZZ Top doing their style with those same sort of songs? I'm totally into that. And good Texas boys there. Can you imagine like a nice, like Lagrange type blues <laughs> just jam? Yeah. <laughs> and they're all dressed in Santa outfits because you know two of them have the <laughs> they beard, have the beard so. already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm digging that. <laughs> oh man, what could have been? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you think, Vinny? So, like, just like Scott, I have a theme, and my theme is if the '80s band kind of did a version of their song to make it like Christmas, almost like uh, Billy and I did in uh, Love Actually, right? Yeah. So, my number five, and this my this is might be hopefully anyone knows this besides this was my first CD I ever bought was White Lion, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember White Lion, but they did a song when the children cry, and yep. we all know the reason why the children cry is because he got coal from Santa. So uh, <laughs> they should have. I think that would be a nice little cover that they could have done. Um, throw that out there. Little child, dry your crying eyes. How can I explain the fear you feel inside? White lion. Wow. 
and you bought that CD. Awesome. First one. Yeah. I, I like that song Wait they had on there. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and it was cool because I thought like growing up in Penn State country, our real line, and there was this big line on the cover. And I'm like, ooh, when I was like eight years old and, you know. For the it, longest time, I used to get White Lion confused with Lion, who did the Transformers theme song for uh, Transformers the movie. And I used to get those two, those two confused, but no, they're, you definitely can't confuse them. <laughs> One, yeah, no, no, but I'm, I'm into that. I, I think that that'd work out pretty well. Uh, so my number five, I went, I, I'm pretty traditional most of the time. So I kind of went with this. Now I had two and I wasn't sure which one to pick. I'm going to go talking heads. So David Byrne actually did release his own Christmas song. Fat man's coming. Uh, I think last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was I think like, so, yeah. like last year, the year before, something like that. Um, so, but that was on his own. It wasn't as part of the actual talking heads. And I think, you know, in the style of uh, like burning down the house, I mean, just it would have been like mind blowing. And, and I would have loved to see him in like that giant suit, you know, <laughs> or a, a, like you mentioned, a, a giant version of a Santa suit, you know, just doing his dance. I mean, <laughs> that would have that would have slayed. I would have loved that. So talking heads for me. <laughs> All right. That's that was five. Let's go to number four. What do you think, Ken? Number four for me, the clash. Ooh. I think that would have been a lot of fun. There's no way they ever would have recorded a Christmas song. But <laughs> Joe Strummer. But yeah, but they could have covered the Ramones, Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight. Yeah. Or they could have covered um Fairy Tale of New York. Oh, uh, I would have loved to hear that version. Yeah. Or, or they could have covered one of their own songs and done Rock the North Pole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> or deck, like deck the hall, but deck the Casbah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, yeah. I would have, I would have loved that. I might be the only person that would have loved it, but I think a Clash Christmas album or even just a single, I think that would have been a lot of fun. I think, no, I agree. I think that would have been super cool. Uh, you're right. They Knowing them and and what they've done in their careers and, and their lives later on, I, I it wouldn't have happened. But, right, yeah. This is all about what could have been, what happened in an alternate universe, I guess. So, <laughs> right on. All right, Scout, what's your number four? Uh, I went with Modern English. Um, <laughs> they, they did Melt With You on the Valley Girl soundtrack. Moving forward, choosing all my breath. Making love to you was never second best. I saw the world. Having a Christmas song from them would have been something else. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they actually, <laughs> I, I, I had an old uh, classmate unfriend me on Facebook years ago because she posted that she was a huge modern English fan. And I just said, you know, is anyone really a huge modern English fan? <laughs> I got you named something other than Melt With You. And uh, boom, I was unfriended. <laughs> they don't need to be your friend anyway, Scott. Yeah. You don't need that. That energy. energy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to know it's that easy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you think, Dwayne? What's number four? So number four for me, I thought would be the cars. Oh, okay. Yep, uh, especially maybe in the style of Drive, you know, something a bit mm -hmm. more serious, or or even um, the the fastest poppy stuff that they, you know, radio stuff that they did, mm -hmm. um, and it could have ended up easily on any one of those compilation albums. No, I agree. And like, well, I love uh, Rick. Uh, uh, how do you say his last name? Okay. Okasic. Okasic. Yeah. Well, I love Rick Okasic. I actually prefer Benjamin Orr when he was singing and his solo stuff. So I would have loved to have him sing lead on the Christmas song. Uh, mm -hmm. Like Stay the Night is one of my all time favorite 80s yeah. tunes. And mm -hmm. I, I think if he had done something or the cars had done something like that, it, it would have uh, I would have been in heaven then. Yeah. Good choice. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Vinny? 
All right. My number four is going to be Night Ranger. <laughs> and uh, we're going to switch Sentimental Street to maybe 43rd Street. You know, Marco and 43rd Street. Or maybe, or maybe you switch something like uh, Sister Christian to Mrs. Christmas. Right. You can, you, you, you can throw this in there. I, there's a couple others. But I actually enjoy Night Ranger. I don't think they're, they're a terrible band. My dad used to have that tape. But uh, yeah, I think they could have converted some of their songs and made it interesting. Christian, oh, the time has come And you know that you're the only one to say That's too late (laughs) That's right, yeah Maybe they they hear this and they're like, hey, we need another another couple listeners (laughs) (laughs) I'll come on the show, I'll interview you And then come on, go on Ken's show too, he'll interview you as well (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I (laughs) <laughs> interesting choice interesting choice uh so i again i kind of went kind of traditional but also not in a weird weird way i went with the b52s so fred schneider had his own band the superions that did destination christmas a few years ago but the b52s themselves never had an official christmas song and can you imagine getting something like rock lobster but, you know, just crazy weird or private Idaho, uh, you know, Mesopotamia, just in that that style before they went poppy, just a Christmas song in that weird new wave style. That would have been just ridiculous, and I would have eaten it up. Something <laughs> six, seven minutes long. Dance That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird, weird sounds in the middle of it. You know, See, I, uh, I'd even take a, a Love Shack Christmas. I'd song. take a Love Shack Christmas song too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty hip. But, but yeah, the B52s are my go, and they were always one of my favorite bands. Like I remember, uh, I didn't buy it. My brother bought it, and it was a um, Cosmic thing. And, you know, of course, that Love Shack album. And it was just, it became one of all of our favorites albums. Just so, yeah, B-52s, any era, but I especially like that early era, I think would have just been <laughs> phenomenal. Well, see, me, me, me and my brother stayed up when, when they were on Saturday Night Live and mm-hmm. uh, they did Rock Lobster. And the next day at school, we couldn't quit talking about it. And no one believed us. They're like, there's no way that's a real song. <laughs> 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 well it sounds made up you know and then you uh-huh. then you hear it and you're like oh okay well <laughs> uh, but then it grows on you in like a weird way it's just mm-hmm. more and more it's like oh okay i like this song now <laughs> if you've never heard rock the, the rock lobster version on uh, family guy it's a must listen <laughs> no, I peter griffin singing rock lobster is amazing <laughs> i'm gonna li- i'm gonna go seek it out now if you haven't heard it check out um song from bob rivers called toy sack Mm-hmm. It has a couple uh-huh. of the members of B- the B-52s who are singing it, and it's to Love Shack. A toy Sack? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll have to listen to that one. Yeah, I've gotta... never... You look up in the sky on the night before Christmas, there's a big fat guy with a... Okay, I'm into it. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was that was round four. Let's do let's do number three. Ken, what do you think? Phil Collins. Mm. I can't believe Phil Collins hasn't recorded a Christmas song. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like why and he was he was everywhere through the '80s mm-hmm. with and without Genesis. I can't believe he just didn't knock out a, a single. Yeah, no, I, I, 
because Easy Lover, uh, I mean, of course, you can go Susudio, you can go uh, Invisible Touch, all those a million ways, you know. But for me, Easy Lover with uh, Philip Bailey was like amazing. So imagine getting that vibe in a Christmas song. Like, again, th- this is like no brainers. Why Why didn't they think of it? And I, I mean, I know why it's a time and it wasn't a big thing to do it. But like after a very special Christmas came out, which we all talked about, and after it kind of really turned the christmas music scene around again i mean like why didn't they just hit jump on that bandwagon i don't know but. well e- even after the tarzan soundtrack where you know people started dogging yeah. on him he and could have done a christmas album redeemed himself and- yep mm-hmm. yeah and he he wasn't on any of the very special christmas releases mm-hmm. which was which was a, a surprise too mm-hmm. yeah i wonder if he was because i think he was the drummer for um was it do they know it's christmas so yeah. I wonder if he was like, yeah, I did it. I, di- I did one. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Be. But, yeah. And there won't be snow. That's a good choice. I love Phil Collins. And yeah, I my brother saw him in concert, said he looked awful. Uh, this was just a couple of years ago and, uh, I, you could tell he was already starting to feel, uh, the effects of whatever illness he has or something, but, but he said he still sang amazingly. So I believe it. All right. What do you think, Scott? What's your number three? Okay. If the, of the ones on my list that someone else might have on their list, this would be probably be the one, uh, simple minds. Okay, I mean, it, you know, it, it, everyone knows them for "Don't You Forget About Don't Me," but they mm-hmm. they've got some other really great music, and um, it, I, I just I I think they could have done so, something fantastic for Christmas. I mean, if we're gonna stick with Vinny's theme, then you could say uh, "Don't You Forget the Cookies" or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you forget about me, Santa? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it, Keen. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I could see that. I could see that happen. And, uh, <laughs> Instead of hey 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 ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta like I gotta record like myself singing this and then just switch it up to make it sound like it's them or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Uh, what's your number three, Dwayne? So my number three in, is Dire Straits. Now, Mark Knopfler has released some Christmas songs. I think it's more than one, but I don't think Die Straits mm-hmm. released any. So I think that would have been quite special. Yeah. Especially in this era, you know, Money for Nothing and, and Sultans of Swing were like huge hits. Uh, I, I Can you imagine like that old style computer graphics, but it's a Santa and his elf, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> putting a present under the tree. I, <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Exactly. And, yeah. And I love how he <laughs> finger picks everything. So you get like this just deeper, richer sound in the guitar. Uh, oh, and have and, Sting in the background singing, I want my Christmas tree. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or even if they did instrumental Carol of the Bells, you know, Mark Knopfler doesn't necessarily have to sing because right. the sound, oh, the iconic sound cool. of his guitar. That would be yeah, super cool. Yeah. Would have been awesome. Yeah. So, so Dwayne, you stole my number one. Um, <laughs> and my, my line was going to be, they can't do the talk like the talk on TV, but they could do a Christmas song like the way it's meant to be, like the <laughs> like the line from from uh, R- Romeo and Juliet, right? But it could have been pr- we could have done hey. presents for nothing, right? 
Because yeah. Yeah. Cause Santa Claus gives them for free. And the gifts and are then, free, yeah. Yeah, and it's <laughs> so far away. It could just be like, hey, it's you know a song in May. And it's like, Christmas is so far away from me. But yeah. <laughs> no, but, I, but you're right, sorry. though. Sorry. I, I, think, I think he could have really, like, like as a group, they could have done something really cool. Uh, that was another group that's just... All of a sudden, they just you blinked and they were gone, and it's like, mm. wow, well, they look, were they were awesome. Like what? Th- this group will know about it because we have some music folks here. But Mark Ta- Mark Knopfler is he's a BA guitar player, man. Yeah, like he mm-hmm. is one of my favorites of yeah. all time. Yeah, like you try to ask someone to play Sultans to Swing. Good luck. Um, yeah, 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 for real, it's that, hard. That is a monster, and he uh, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's just, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, and in all instrumental album, ah, oh, so good. You could kind of do something like Gary Hoey did, right? You know, with Hoey yeah. does all his stuff. You can have yeah. Mark Knopfler doing that. Yeah. So I went with Guns and Roses as my number three. Now, a few years ago, there was a fake song released uh, by uh, some guy that pretended it was Guns and Roses, and he kind of mm-hmm. had it, people fooled for a while. It turns out it was not Guns and Roses at all. But I would have loved to hear, you know, something along the vein of Sweet Child of Mine, you know, rocking the Christmas. I, I think they would have just sung the heck out of it and, and played, just just played it so rad, you know. So Guns N' Roses is my take. Yeah. Or well, to take a leaf out of Vinny's book, they could have sung Patience. You know, it's like having patience for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's yeah. like a countdown to Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that's another group that I loved. And I remember the first time I heard a Guns N' Roses song, I was at a, a birthday party and it was in a bowling alley and it was Paradise City. And I remember it came on. And I was like, what is this song? It's super catchy. And I just, you know, I ever since then, I was into Guns N' Roses. And I, I again, I think they could have had just a cool, cool Christmas tune. But oh, well. Wasn't meant to be, I guess. Yeah. No, I remember when Welcome to the Jungle came out, and I just thought, what the heck is this? This is just blew me away. Yeah. You know, and I was into, you know, all the the middle of the time, but mm-hmm. that just stood out, just something absolutely outstanding. Yeah, because it was like harder edged than like most glam metal bands, you know? Yeah. And it was, and it was on the TV, it was on the radio. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to go and hunt it out. It was always just in front of you. Mm-hmm. Now now, to be fair, I actually can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I I feel that way about certain things that I loved back in the day. But yeah, no, that uh, yeah. I definitely understand that. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought Guns N' Roses would be my number three. So we're plowing through this. But because I know you guys have other choices as well, some honorable mentions. And so when we're done, we're going to go through some honorable mentions. But uh, let's go to our number two. So who do you think, Ken? Do you rather hear Laura Branigan? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the night is our city light painted girl in the day. Nothing matters, it's the night. Turn the matters in the night. She has um, some Christmas performances on YouTube. Um, whether it was for a specific event or just a concert performance that was in December and she broke out, uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year and a couple others. And it's, it's really great. And I, I'm, I, I wish she had lived longer and maybe had, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was on her radar at all to put something like that out, but that would have been, that would have been terrific. It's beginning to look a lot. Christmas. 
that's a, that's a fantastic choice. Self control, again, one of my like all time favorite songs. It's just it grooves. It's it's super catchy, and yeah, I man, I love you guys are great. The one thing here. with Laura Branigan though, mm-hmm. I was kind of bummed. I found out that like most of her songs are already covers, right? Like yeah, Gloria right. was an Italian cover. I, I want to say self control was a cover too. I mean, they still they still jam, but like it ruined. Like when I heard this last year, I think I cried for a day. I'm just like, what? No way, Glory is a cover. And then I heard the Italian version, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh. See, I'm I'm okay with covers as long as they're good. And I I like she did them really well, so well, I she I did. don't mind them. Yeah, yeah. And she did the power of love. And it went nowhere, and then Celine covered and then Celine, that yeah. and had mm-hmm. a giant hit. So hopefully that'll make you feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> it all it all evens out. It's yeah, <laughs> it's even Stevens. <laughs> all right, Scott, what's your number two? Okay, number two, I'm going pretty obscure. Uh, I, I picked Gleaming Spires. Uh, they did. Are you ready for the sex girls from oh. revenge of the nerds and last American Virgin? Yes. <laughs> and they, they actually, they've got some fantastic music. Um, so I think they could have put out something really great. Um, I actually tried getting a hold of the guys in the band a few years ago. They were both, they both had profiles on Facebook. They didn't respond though, yeah. but, oh. but they, you know, for really obscure, new wave bands from the 80s they're they're one of the better ones you can find yeah as soon as you said the uh... Are you ready for the sex girls? I was like, oh, <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic. But I don't think I know anything else from them besides that. So it, it, not, nothing else they did really made a mark, but they, yeah. they've got some really cool songs. Nice. And there's a lot of those, especially to soundtracks. Like there's a lot of soundtracks with like just great songs, but they're not like, catchy enough to be number ones they're just good solid songs that you're uh-huh. like okay i like this this is and uh i guess they just kind of fell into that groove like like three speed with once bitten you know from the soundtrack of once bitten i mean that's mm-hmm. it's a good song but like you know it's not gonna it's not gonna make a top 10 or top 100 but it's it's just a good solid catchy song and i kind of feel like that's where those guys would fit in uh-huh <laughs> yeah all right what do you think Dwayne? number two so my number two is, I'm not sure if this is going to border on 70s or early 80s, uh, so I have a standby if this doesn't count, but Journey. Okay, yeah, 80s works. So I'm not, mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't sure if they'd actually split by that stage, or if Steve Perry obviously went on his own. He did an album called The Season, mm-hmm. but um, I think Journey might have done something quite special with, um, you know, something, I forget the name of the song, but the one Bruce Springsteen covered, um, that sort of just that rocky... Radio, oh, oh, what's it called? The Bruce Springsteen Christmas song? Uh, Christmas Baby? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they, yeah, perhaps they could have done something with that, but Steve Perry's voice, I think, could have done something quite amazing. See, Journey's like my my big uh, um, honorable mention, just because mm-hmm. I mean they they were fantastic, and I've written a few times of uh, about how many of their songs could easily be rewritten as Christmas songs, you know, <laughs> Christmas lights. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Journey would have been great though. Yeah. I, and another man, you you guys are like just throwing out some great ideas here because Journey is like so iconic. You know, you think of that like that weird metal bird thing on their covers or fiery, whatever it is. I mean, and then yeah, the sound, Steve Perry, just his soaring vocals and and the guitars. I mean, just yeah, I'd I'd really dig that. 
All right, Vinny, what's your number two? My number two is what you already said already, Jerry, Talking Heads, but I had to throw out my renames of the songs so you guys can hear them. <laughs> okay. Um, so one would be Christmas Psycho Killer, and it would be like a homage to like uh, Black Christmas and or Silent or, Night, um, Deadly Night. Like, absolutely. Right. And the other one would be switching, burning down the house. And this would be you, Jerry, lighting up the house, right? <laughs> yeah. 365 LEDs lighting up the house. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down, Jerry. David yeah, I Byrne, know, I know. Yeah. Call. I got I got a bunch of them. Come on. <laughs> have you heard his Fat Man's Coming song? No, I have not. It's pretty good. I mean, it's no like classic, but yeah, I, I enjoy it. Uh that's really good. So my number two is one of my all-time favorite bands, Metallica. I would have oh. loved, you know, and this was back in like the 80s when Cliff Burton, their bass player, was still alive. Can you imagine like a big master of puppets style, just Christmas thrash metal jam? I mean, I'm all in, you know, I want I still want them to write a, <laughs> a Christmas song, but just an original that's just fast paced and the drums going crazy and, and Cliff Burton just on his bass, just jamming all over. And of course, of course Kirk Hammett's like, guitar just blazing above I'd be, I'd be over the moon if they, uh, if they had one. If you want to hear something that's close to that, if you want to hear something that's close to that, Jerry, there is a a mashup of Slayer and Last Christmas from Wham. Um, (laughs) Nice. That's what I would imagine that to be like, and I would think (laughs) if you guys haven't heard it, it's awesome. I imagine it sound like and you can get an idea and it would be epic well and there was like in 2007 there was a a tribute album it was like a mostly instrumental orchestral kind of sound and you know synthy piece it was a and christmas for all it was like a holiday tribute to metallica and they took their songs and just kind of made it more like christmassy it's uh it's interesting I had Metallica as a um, uh, honorable mention. As an honorable mention, yeah, yeah, because once again, Carol of the Bells lends itself to metal music. But mm-hmm. could you imagine, as you say, the bass driving through it, and every now and then James going, "Oh yeah," or you know, have a James <laughs> yeah, does his yeah. thing. Um, but there is actually a Metallica Christmas song. There is, sort of, not them. Somebody did a mashup with "For Whom the Bell Tolls." Oh with yes, All I Want for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's DJ Cumberbund. So, so it's not, yeah, so it's not Metallica, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They mashed up Carol of the Bells and uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs>
number five. It's kind of like uh, that fake Guns N' Roses song that was going around. Yeah. 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 But it was good. All right. So we're on to our number one song. So who, or, or number one band, excuse me, or artist. Now, Ken, who do you think, like, out of all the possibilities, this is the one you most wish had done a Christmas song? And who should that be? Duran Duran. <laughs> That's. That's 80s right there. Yep. <laughs> they were MTV darlings. They were everywhere. They were on top of the charts. And there yep. was like a three-year gap between the album that The Reflex was on and their next album. So there's plenty of time that they could have slid out a Christmas single in there. It would have been a giant hit. And they're from the UK, right? Yeah. Where like the Christmas number one is like a huge thing. So like right. you would think they'd be trying to get in on that. that man, that's interesting why they didn't. Duran Duran. <laughs> oh, man. I, again, this is like I'm picturing and hearing it all in my head. Like, I think it would just be just fantastic. You, you think of um, what was the one uh, of you to a kill that they did, uh, you know, dance into mm -hmm. the fire. You know, I mean, just something like that. But uh, stockings by the fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's just that would have been like amazing. Ah, he's. Now I'm like getting mad that these people didn't do it. <laughs> like, Come on, guys. His name is Santa and he dances in the snow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or or his name is uh, Rudolph, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. <laughs> that's that's so good. That's a good one. Uh, what do you think, Scott? Your okay, so for my number one, I was trying to think of, you know, someone who appeared in a lot of the... Uh, uh, the 80s teen soundtracks. Uh, I went with the Plim Souls. Um, you know, they did A Million Miles Away and a couple other songs in Valley Girl. They did Zero Hour mm. and Last American Virgin. Oh, wow. Um, so the, it, I, I, they they had a great sound. I, I think it would have uh, uh, fit a Christmas album pretty well. Right on. I can't say I'm super familiar with them, so but now I'm, I want to be. I want to check it out. <laughs> it, it, when you go back and watch the movies and the and mm -hmm. their songs come on, you're like, you know, you, you don't know the band, but you remember the song, right? So I love it. I love it. Yeah, stream a million miles away, and you'll recognize it. Uh huh. I dig it. So, Dwayne, what do you think? So this lead singer has some Christmas songs already, but his band doesn't, and that's the Police. Oh, yeah. Stuart Copeland is one of my uh, favorite drummers of all time, and his style would have just gone absolutely amazing with some of the uh, standard Christmas songs, mm -hmm. just to take them from what we know them as and just give them a bit of funk, you know, and, yeah. uh, and of course, Sting's voice is just, is just to die for, really. Mm, yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, The Police, for me, are my ultimate favorite group that's not metal, and uh, yeah. yeah, I think they would have just done something magical. Shame they didn't. And Stuart Copeland actually has a Christmas song as well under the name Clark Kent. 
and it was a uh, late seventies, early eighties. I'm not exactly sure when, and it was finally released in 1990 on that, uh, just in time for Christmas, uh, re-release compilation, uh, promo album. And it's, I like it. I, it's catchy. It's yo, it's called yo ho ho. And I, I dig it. It's, it was in like that experimental. Let me do something. Not quite like the police yep. phase. But it's still, it still kind of has that feel because, like you said, he is a, a great drummer, and so, yeah, I like I like that one. Uh, but to have them all together, you know, mm. Sting has like just fantastic songwriting, and uh, yeah, all the musicians together. Andy Summers just uh, plays a heck out of everything. So yeah, I'm down with that for sure. <laughs> yeah, Rudolph, turn on your red nose. <laughs> 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 uh, what do you think, Vinny? So Sean and Gus from Psych would approve my number one, and that's uh, Tears for Fears. Oh um, yeah! So Kurt Smith did actually a Christmas song later, and it was actually used in the third Christmas episode of Psych at the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't even really got to change their songs around that much, right? They can do "Break It Down Again" and is sad Vinny taking down his Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> then you have to change Mad World to Sad World when I'm taking down my Christmas tree. So they didn't even have to go that far. But um, I mean, I love I love Tears for Fears. Song, yeah. Songs from the Big Chair is one of my favorite albums. I mean, I had two of their songs in my my wedding, even though my wedding was an '80s themed wedding. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, nice. I mean, I would Tears for Fears. I think would would be would do a good one. Oh yeah, now, see, and, they they were on my honorable mention list. Um, just because of real genius, but um, yeah, <laughs> we 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 saw them with uh, Hall and Oates um a few years back. And as much as I loved Hollow Notes, when everybody wants to wear the world started playing, it just, you know, I was 13 again. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And Shout was like my favorite song for like a year when I I was younger. I remembered it. It was just like, I always wanted to hear Shout. As soon as it came on the radio, I was like, turn it up. When my dad put the tape in, I'm like, rewind it. Let's play it again. I mean, it's uh, so I'm right there with you. Tears for Fears. And Again, like surprising that some of these guys didn't. And I guess it just wasn't on their radar because Christmas music just wasn't huge then. Well, and they're back together. So, you yeah, know, there's hope. Again. Yeah. Mm. So if you guys are listening. <laughs> <laughs> they're all listening. <laughs> Kurt Smith sings. Kurt Smith. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, those are all, all great number ones. My number one is from my favorite band. Now... Everybody, or almost everybody in this band, has gone off and done a Christmas song on their own, but they've never done one together as this group. And it's can I fle- guess who it is? Go I was ahead. just gonna say, yeah, I was yeah. gonna guess what it was. Uh, go Fleet for Wood it, Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood yeah. Mac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lindsey Buckingham has Holiday Road, if you want to count it, which I do. <laughs> Stevie Nicks has Silent Night. Christine McVie has a Coventry Carol. And I think uh, even uh, Mick Fleetwood had a song with Billy Burnett uh, that they did, uh, although I can't remember which one. But it's like, they've all done them individually. Why didn't they get together Mm. and do like a Rumors style or or even Tango in the Night style, just Christmas album or Christmas song? I would take in one song. I don't care. God, what a missed opportunity. 
I mean, and, all you got to do is put Christmas in front of everywhere, and here you go. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I hear you calling. Yeah. Just just have uh, um, Lindsay and uh, Stevie Nicks both write a song and be about (laughs) how much they hate each other on Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight. That's right. right. (laughs) They could sing Fairy Tale in New York. And and there is like a recording. It's a terrible. It's like someone did it with their phone. Uh, They played live Old Lang Syne. So there's that. But you know, again, that's not really like super Christmassy. That's nah, New Year's Eve. That a I guess. Christmas song? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's like the closest we've come to getting them all together, and it's a shame. But <laughs> but there you have it, folks. That's our all of our top five. Some amazing just wish lists, and I I I still think every one of these guys could get on it. it well, those that are still with us and and release something and it would be fantastic but i know ken you even mentioned that at one point i think you had like 20 or 13 i think you said like who else would you have put on like who's on your honorable mentions here well uh, many of them have been mentioned um tonight but toto oh yeah toto men at work really Big gap between that first and second album, and they were came out of nowhere and were huge. Christmas Down Under, easy <laughs> yeah. single, huge. Yeah. Has Colin Hay done any Christmas music? I don't think so. Can't recall if he did or not. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, no. Van Halen from the David Lee Roth days. Oh, man. That would have been fun. I, I thought for sure Dwayne was going to say Motley Crue, but... We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about the Beastie Boys? You got to oh. fight for your right to have a Christmas party. There you go. <laughs> um, Bobby McFerrin, I was very surprised that he hasn't recorded any Christmas music. Yeah, he seems like one that would have. Mm-hmm. Don't think. worry, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last honorable mention I have is the Blues Brothers. Oh yeah. They had such an amazing band. I think mm. they could have taken some of those great old blues Christmas songs and made them come alive again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really was like an all-star parade of, yeah. of musicians. I just recently rewatched these films, you know, skip past all the talking scenes and just get to the music. It's <laughs> just, just, get am- to the music, just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really film. is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like performance after performance, and you're just like, God, yeah. these people are just so good. Yeah. It's, you know, sometimes you hear a musician, uh, as a musician, you hear someone, and you're like, I, I can do that. It inspires you. You want to get better. And other times you hear them, and you're just like, I give up because, like, I'll never be <laughs> yeah. that good. And sometimes some of those guys, <laughs> they definitely, uh, they definitely do that. You know, uh, what about you, Scott? Anybody that uh, you wanted to add that didn't get a chance to? Yeah, so Journey and Tears for Fears were already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 one I went with, who you know, this isn't a a teen movie, but Harold Faltmeyer, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, an instrumental Christmas yeah. album entirely in the style of you know Axel F. That would have been <laughs> something else. Uh, DeBarge, uh, El DeBarge has you know a Christmas album of his, of his own, but the band never put out put out anything and. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if Last Dragon really counts as a teen movie, but close enough. I think it does. It's yeah. And then this was going to be my number one pick, but you, I said, you know, can we pick someone who just did one kind of Christmas song late in the career that wasn't that good? And you said no. So <laughs> the 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 person who is you know kind of up there with Kenny Loggins for being on the most '80s soundtracks, E.G. Daily. Oh, she, yeah. She appears on a lot more 80s soundtracks than you can imagine. Oh, wow. And I, I you know, when you watch Better Off Dead and you see her performing in, in that, or, or if you watch Pee Wee and Sierra's Dottie, just, <laughs> <laughs> get, getting a Christmas album from her would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Again, good choices. What about you, Dwayne? Any that uh, didn't make your top five? 
Uh, yeah, so Motley Crue. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So Fleetwood, I had Fleetwood Mac, which of course you mentioned, uh, Metallica, which you also mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had Motley Crue, but when I started this list, I stayed within my genres that, that I was into at, in the 80s. So right. even though there's no metal on my list, that are like the cars and police and whatnot, that they were in the house because dad's mm-hmm. band used to play some of them. But I started off like with Iron Maiden. No, they've got a song. Rob Halford. No, he's got a song. <laughs> uh, you know, Guns N' Roses slash Yes and No, you know, because right. they didn't have, but I, I classed them as having one. Uh, Def Leppard, Hart, Pat Benatar, Anthrax, ACDC, all my favorite groups, they all had songs. So <laughs> what I came back with was what we've uh, listed. And yeah, Motley Crue's the only one that didn't really make the top five. Gotcha. It was on the, if somebody had said one of my other songs, you know, I would have put those, put Motley Crue in my top five. So, I got to. Cool. Yeah. That was like yeah. your alternate. Then, yeah. Yeah, then just thinking about um, what Scott was saying about Harold, what what would you call it? Faltermeyer. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, Vangelis. I don't know if if Vangelis had a song, a Christmas song, but oh, that's, I don't know. Um, Chariots of Fire type sound as a Christmas song might have been quite good. Mm-hmm. I think it was Vangelis. Yeah, yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So perhaps, uh, and then of course he's yellow with uh, oh yeah. I think they have a Christmas song because I, I was going to include them, but I just off the top of my head, I think they covered like Jingle Bells or something. Um, that sounds like they would. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd have to look it up. And I, 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 I didn't even look them up just because I was I was pretty sure there was one out there. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I didn't need that right right until I was you know sort of brainstorming just then. So uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> right on. What about you, Vinny? Any that uh, didn't quite make the top five? So I have a couple, but it's only because they're honorable mention because I really couldn't put their songs together like the other ones I did. But um, I would have loved to see Public Enemy do one with Flavor Flav with a big Christmas tree around his neck um, or, or something of that nature, right? Where he walking like an around ornament. and they could do something. Another one would be Aha, because I think if they can do a cool Christmas video like they did for uh, Take On Me, oh, right, where they're, cool. they're, they're going in and out. Yeah. And just one band I just loved in the 80s, and they don't get as much play as they should. Um, I think they would do a good sound. would be the Violent Femmes. Oh, right? yeah. So, okay. You know, you go in mm-hmm. and you could have something like a little upbeat tune that they did, but it's a... Uh, I didn't really want to have anything to connect them in, but I thought, I was like, I, thought, I think they'd do some cool Christmas stuff, but it just didn't go with my theme. So they were on my honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, a, and actually, the Violent Femmes... Um... I thought they had a Christmas song. They they sang one at almost uh, K Rock almost Christmas. Yeah, but I mean, it re- that's everyone that's they bring everyone in the same Christmas song, so that's what it's for. So it, uh-huh. I really didn't consider it that, but I <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, the only ones that I really had thought of that uh, that I wanted to hear something from and never did was uh, Asia. You know, they were like a, a really short lived super group. I would like to hear something from them. The Fix, uh, which nice. they actually kind of have a song. Um, there's like some live versions of them, but nothing that, as far as I know, was ever recorded. I could be wrong about that. And then one that I'm 100% positive never did a Christmas song, even though their lead singer did eventually a few years ago. Kaja Gugu. <laughs> 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 Those are mine. Uh, that was fantastic. Uh, I. I love worthy lists, everyone. I'll post your lists uh, on the show notes and, and everyone can take a listen and or not listen, but uh, take a gander at some of their discography and see what they think. Um, but it does make me wonder. So G.I. Joe taught us that uh, knowing is half the battle. What do you guys think the other half is? For singers and bands, record that Christmas music in your prime. Just do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and if you haven't, there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you don't need a record label to get that out there. Just do it in your own studio and put it out on YouTube. And... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Or Bandcamp. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bandcamp. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think, Vinny? The other half is you guys, uh, these artists need to come to me because I got so many great ideas. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't sing a lick, but heck, I can come up with some great ideas. Well, see, it, 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 and I've come up with just a ton of those, you know, rewriting their songs as Christmas uh, Christmas songs. So, you know, me and Vinny together, I think we could come up with, with an <laughs> amazing compilation. We're, we're, we're going to replace yeah. we're going to replace Bob Rivers 
but we just need the singer, Jerry. So that's probably you. <laughs> All right, I'll do. I'm in. Let's we'll, do we'll this. We'll the lyrics, and we'll, we'll get them out there. Well, and no, no joke, Benny. I actually, I, I rewrote "Afternoon Delight" as a Christmas song, and sent it to the lead singer of. Uh, um, uh, Starline Starline vocal band. Starline, Starline vocal, vocal band. band, and he never got back to me. <laughs> All right, now that you brought this up, do you have a do you have a line or two of this? Because I got to hear. We got to hear. <laughs> I, I would have to look at. Uh, oh gosh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I, I I'll have to look it up. I'll uh, I'll find it a little bit later. <laughs> or at least or at least put it in our little chat. Yeah, but, yeah, I, that's, yeah. I, I, I'll put it out I do there. Do want to hear this? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh man, those are all fantastic! I said if uh, knowing's half the battle, the other half is just making a fake Christmas song and pretending it's from your favorite band, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys. But it's been so much fun uh, chatting with you. What do you guys want to plug? Let's let's talk about your shows or any other projects you got going up, Ken. Um, I uh, on the Sounds of Christmas station for Christmas in July, I'm doing the Sounds of Christmas from A to Z, playing almost every song in our library in alphabetical order and it started uh on july 1st midnight friday night and we're recording this um not quite 24 hours later and i've just gotten into the seas so this is going to take a little while (laughs) there's i imagine there's quite a lot of seas lots of seas (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) all right scott uh, so I've got a couple episodes come out in July. Uh, first up is the Spacemen. They're, they were a basically like a psychedelic garage rock band uh, in Japan in the like mid to late 60s. Uh, they had two singles and one EP, and it's just some of the coolest Christmas music you ever hear. Uh, the one was actually written for when, I, I think there was like uh, a show by the American Hot Rod Association. Uh, went to Japan, so uh, it, they call it Hot Rod Santa, but it's Santa Claus is coming to town. It, it, you have to hear it. <laughs> and then later in the month, I'll Hot have Rod my Santa. like that. <laughs> I have my annual Christmas in July episode, which is where I take you know summary Christmas songs from Japan and uh, cover a bunch of those. So I'm I'm hard at work on that just because I've got a few things I still have to record and, and uh, digitize for the episode, but that that's what I've got in the pipeline. Right on Dwayne. So three little things to plug. So uh, first of all, I'm back with tinsel tunes, as you may or may not know, uh, Scott Newman and I are now the co-hosts. Right on. Um, so we've just released uh, an episode where we looked at a group called Sing It Live, which is a group of Adelaide uh, musicians. Uh, absolutely amazing musicians. They're on YouTube, but uh, they're professional musicians in their own right. So go and check that out. Um, we've also got Todd coming on an episode for July, our first ever real guest. Because <laughs> Tunes isn't known for having guests. Right. Um, August will be our birthday, and I think it's the fifth or sixth year. I'll have to have a look at the figures. Um, so there's that. And I'm also working on my Christmas light display now. So you can find, you can follow me on YouTube at Chris, Townsend Christmas Lights and also my drumming at uh, The Average Drummer. So that's also on YouTube and Twitch. So right on. Things. Which, yeah. uh, before I go to you, Vinny, uh, reminds me, Ken and Scott, uh, where can they find you? Right here. Soundsofchristmas.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's where the station is. There's a link for the podcast there, too. Awesome. And yeah, Scott, you, you can find me uh, almost anywhere you can find podcasts, uh, not Spotify. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and Vinny, anything you got coming up or any nope. final thoughts? No, I mean, uh, I've always been saying I'm going to do a podcast, Christmas podcast for years. I think maybe this might be the year sooner or later. But <laughs> I have to say this, Dwayne, your background, most people were not going to see this on, on the podcast world, but <laughs> Dwayne has this awesome background. Um, we're on here. It's like a cutout where he has a bunch of snow globes and stuff behind it. That is epic. So if that's anything like your display, I can't wait to see it. So and this I love- what it looks like I'm actually sitting at my drum. Kit, <laughs> I was gonna say so. I love that you're surrounded by drums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just zoomed the camera in for the uh, podcast. So. <laughs> well, I had a separate setup, and it's like, why? Because yeah. now, now, why? And yeah. now, 
the space that uh, the other desk was sitting at, which is off camera, now has another drum set sitting there. It's an acoustic <laughs> one. So now I'm, I've got analog, uh, sorry, electric, and I've got an acoustic kit. Now I've got both. So because there's some things you can't do on an electric kit right. that you have to have an acoustic kit for. So um, yeah, I but, hope to do some more videos on that kit. So. The good thing is 80s music isn't one of them. <laughs> you can no. use an electric kit for that and be fine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just add a ton of reverb on that snare, you know. It's fine. <laughs> reverb for days. <laughs> right on, guys. Uh again, I want to say thank you so much. This was so much fun. And I I really am wishing we got Christmas music from all these artists now. So <laughs> uh so let me say thank you one more time. And I'll end it with this is my grown-up 80s kid Christmas list. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas, Twitter at Rad Christmas, Mastodon at Totally Rad Christmas at Mastodon.world, Blue Sky at RadChristmas.bSkySocial, or our Facebook group, Totally Rad Christmas Mall and Arcade, where you can make your voice known to us as well. We post anything and everything 80s or Christmas related. And if you're feeling like you just heard your favorite band's new Christmas single, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more people and spread some rad holiday cheer. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our super dope website, totallyradchristmas.com, courtesy of Tis the Podcast Elf, Tom Crow. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a safe night. Later, dudes. Mm -hmm.